Are you ready for something more, better, or different? Have you been looking for more success in your life? Here is your opportunity. Dr. Young's show, Transformation for Success, will help you discover a future for change with possibility thinking, new vision, and creative solutions to impact a more fulfilling lifestyle. Dr. Barbara is an accomplished leader and change guru who is passionate about helping others to gain the triumphs and successes that lie ahead. She brings you up close and personal with interviews from successful experts, corporate leaders, sports figures, entertainment personalities, coaches, thought leaders, and authors who dare to dream, take risks, and gain success. Now, here is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Well, welcome, welcome. It's Transformational Tuesday, and this is your host, Dr. Barbara Young. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. I want to give a big shout out to you. I am so delighted to have you tune in each week to Transformation for Success, where we are the station that brings you the best. Today, you're going to hear the story of my guest, a woman I have always admired, and she is the fabulous Miss Jewel Diamond Taylor. Let me share a bit about this incredulous woman. Some years ago, she kicked the glass ceiling with her high heels and became one of the first African-American woman motivational speakers. Colleges, churches, corporations, community events, retreats, and many government agencies have invited this cutting-edge speaker to their platforms, podiums, and pulpits. Miss Jewell is a voice of empowerment born to each possibility thinking, leadership, emotional wellness, faith, and success principles. She is known as the self-esteemed doctor and the founder of Women on the Grow, a national nonprofit organization that offers training, coaching, mentoring, and her signature powerful coaching conferences and women's retreats. So listeners, I want you to stay tuned, buckle your seatbelts, and stay tuned as you're going to hear her tidbits today, her transformational journey, and how she is making a difference in so many lives today. We're broadcasting live, and you can listen to us on the Empowerment Business Influencers channels. Isn't that great? Or you can download the show later as we're on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and on your home smart devices. So to call in today's show, and I welcome you to do that because she can answer any question. I can tell you that. And she's at one 881 346 Now, let me welcome my guest today, Miss Jewel Diamond Taylor. Hello, Jewel. <laughs> oh, blessings, my sister. Thank you so much, Dr. Barbara Young. Change Girl, guru. I am, I am <laughs> thrilled to finally her. get you on this show. I'm telling you, and you've got so much to say. In fact, you've got some new information, and we'll probably have to delve into that. Because uh-huh. uh, when I booked you on the show, we were going to talk about, you know, uh, women and some of the issues that women today deal with. But I'll tell you, since this pandemic has hit us, I mean, there is a message for everybody. You know, and since you're the self-esteem doctor, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to... Yeah, we need some prescriptions, don't we? <laughs> we need some prescriptions, and we need them yes. quick. So yes. I- I'm just excited. But Jewel, just as we sort of go through a little bit of how you got started... Uh, on your little journey. You're not little, but your journey, because you have done so much. So just a little tidbit about how you got started. Well, I love reading. I love learning. And uh, Jim Rohn, Les Brown, and some other speakers really 
sparked in me that this is what I was born to do. And at that time in the early 80s, I didn't see any women doing it. And I'm like, you know what? That's what I want to do. So I started off, you know, local, then became national, then became international, writing books and coaching and counseling. And it has been a journey, 35 years. Uh, but uh, I was just fortunate to be in the right place at the right time where someone could spark that gift mm-hmm. that was residing in me. And I quit my job. I set a goal. And uh, I met that goal, and I've been doing it full-time ever since, since 1985. Well, you know, uh, I know you've had quite an incredible journey in 35 years. Uh, what's been the most challenging uh, aspect of that those 35 years? Because you had a definite purpose and plan, or God did, had a definite plan well, and purpose for your life. But, yeah. you know, it's not about trials and tribulations and, and some pain. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, they always say teachers teach what they need to learn. And I needed to learn how to strengthen my self-esteem, my value. I needed to learn how to find my voice coming from a home that was dysfunctional on some levels, uh, lacking enough female leaders in my life to show me how to do this thing. So it was breaking a generational pattern. Uh, I believe every generation is supposed to get better and stronger. And so I determined that I was going to do that without blaming anybody or getting stuck and saying, oh, nobody told me, nobody helped me, nobody showed me. I just, you know, was self-determined that I was going to be the best that I could be, and I was willing to grow along with my audiences. And I was always transparent. I was always vulnerable, letting them know I'm still working through my marriage. I'm still working through parenting issues. I'm still working through my own self-esteem. So it was a, it was a two way experience for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so well, you it was know, difficult at times. Yeah, I can, I can you know I know a bit of your story, and I know from my own personal experiences, it's always a struggle. But the struggle through preparation and your pain, you are really preparing mm-hmm. for your journey because you very well oh, can't suffering. give what you, what you don't have, and so. Nothing exactly. for nothing, love keeps nothing. I remember that song. <laughs> uh-huh. And I didn't realize I was living a very wonderful, peaceful life. And it's something about saying yes to God that mm-hmm. kind of opens up a door for some suffering to prepare you. It's almost like a baptism. Yes. You, you, you begin to get uh, cleansed and renewed through your own tears because shortly after that, my mother passed, my best oh. girlfriend passed, my father oh. passed. And then recently my son passed, not to mention other relatives, but those were very significant ones. And those, those experiences really uh, opened up my heart to compassion, to understand the preciousness of each day, each breath, each opportunity, to seize every opportunity and don't procrastinate and don't take anything for granted. And that's what's happening with this pandemic, I believe, Dr. Right. Barbara. People are realizing um, that this is, um, there's many layers to what we're going through in this historic time. The, 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 the racism, the police brutality, uh, watching, you know, mm-hmm. being present and watching someone actually die, and then being told about curfews and masks and everything changing and businesses shutting down. It really shakes the ground that you're standing on. If you don't have, if you have not already poured into your faith, if you don't already have a social system around you to support you and to encourage you, you're not going to get through this. And so um, I have penned many books on how to be resilient even before my son passed. It was almost like God was preparing me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I, <laughs> I, I believe, believe it does. That. 
Jill, yeah. I believe he does. I, I have a quick question here because, you yeah. know, and, and thank you for being so transparent. All these people that have died uh, in your family and here you are, you've said yes to God and all the stuff starts to pour in. I just have a question because I know it's difficult. Did you, uh, during this time, how did you not get angry with God and say, what's up, God? How? I know. <laughs> because, I know. Well, I think I, the first initial loss of my mother, that was a very significant loss, very sudden. And uh, I was depressed for about 10 years. I was, you know how they, they say they were functioning alcoholics, you don't even know they're alcoholics? Well, I was uh-huh. a functioning depressed person. I was still showing up, I was still doing the work, but I was really depressed. And so when I got the news that my son was terminal, I said, God, now oh. God, I, I can't go through the depression again. I do not, I do not want this stronghold. I want to get through this. I need your grace. I was willing to ask the, the people in my life, my tribe, my friends. I let them see me cry. I let them see me hurt. I was open to receive. Now, when my mother passed, I wasn't Dr. Barber. I had on this mask. I'm strong. I got it together. And yet I'm asking, mm-hmm. where is everybody? How come nobody's checking on me? Well, I didn't realize I had on this mask of, I'm strong. I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when my son was uh, uh, diagnosed terminal, I was open. And I just said, you know what? This, I-, I can't let this break my spirit. I can't be mad at God. Here is another life lesson that I'm going to have to get through this and trust God. And hopefully... You know, I'll be able to share with others how I did it. Not that I did it, but through God's glory, God's grace. That word grace, Dr. Barber, means so much more to me now because I do look back sometimes and say, how did I get through that? No parent wants to bear their child. You think it's going to be the other way around. So, How well I relate. Pardon me? I said how well I relate. My daughter died at age 30 suddenly. See? (laughs) Well, not suddenly. She was on life support for nine days. My God. Yeah. So I can well relate. Yeah. It's it's something that you, I said it leaves you totally speechless, totally mystified, totally, uh, it's it's, it's an umbilical cord that is never cut. And how do you live with that? And, And as it is, what happened is I began to create a ministry of, working with grieving mothers. So that helped me get through my pain because now Mm -hmm. your pain is lessened when you share it with others. And what I think a lot of people do is they isolate, shut down, and they are mad at God, and they don't know that their arms are too short to box with God. Remember that play? I remember that play. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, and and so when you share your pain with others, it lessens it because now you're telling a story rather than feeling like a victim. Because you and I, Barbara, are not the only ones who've lost a child. No. No, there have been plenty. And some people can't even talk about it. They, they, they get, can't don't even talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah. So, and so, so I think that we can live by, we, we're an example and a testimony that you can survive it. You can get through it. It doesn't mean that you don't have your moments of mourning and grief. But they're so much shorter and they don't um, imprison you. They don't paralyze you. You know, I'm able to still function. Well, I am so happy to uh, have you on the show because, uh, Jewel, just listening to you and knowing, you know, what you've gone through, but how you turned a yes to God to a continued yes to God and that 
you know, you have done so much through your books, uh, out of your pain and preparation, your books, your coaching, your counseling, and even just your hugs have sparked so many women's imagination and given them the faith and resiliency. So listeners, I do hope that you're you're gathering this information and what she's going to share, because I'm going to ask her uh, some challenging questions today uh-huh. uh, as, it, as it relates to something she recently talked about, that we are living in challenging times of pain and hurt and confusion and a lot of turmoil. People are looking for answers or they're asking questions or they're getting angry. And there are some challenges in terms of people what they're going through mentally. So I just want you, Jewel, just a a moment uh, of reflection here to share some of your thoughts on how people are dealing or can deal with the effects of this pandemic and and the social unrest that we have in this country. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot mm-hmm. of words lately. <laughs> uh, yeah, all, all healing and deliverance begins with first awareness, being aware of your emotional mental state, being aware of your financial habits, being aware of who's in your life. And so I find that there are a lot of women experiencing what we call compassion fatigue. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Women that uh-huh. want to care, they want to help, they want to serve, they want to volunteer. They, you know, I'm sure you can relate, Dr. Barbara. You know, I don't, I didn't want to watch that video of Floyd oh, being no. killed. Uh, I, I have a full time. I, I don't want to watch that, and and I knew that I had to guard. But the Word of God, Solomon says, guard your heart. It doesn't mean I didn't care, but I know my limitations. I know my capacity, and I know them a very feeling. Uh, empathetic type of a person. And and recently we had a friend whose daughter was killed in a car accident. And I said to her, I said, honey, um, women on the girl, we're going to outreach to you, provide you some funds to help you out. But please understand, I cannot go to the service. I cannot attend the service of a young person dying because it, it triggers me emotionally with my son. So first of all, I honor myself and say, Jewel, you need to know your limitations. Jewel, you need to know you can't save the world. Jewel, you cannot help everybody that calls you. Jewel, you need to take care of yourself. So self-care is very important, Dr. Barbara, because there's a saying, how are you going to turn the light on someone else's house and your light bill is not being paid? So true. So true. (laughs) You know, and I think a lot of people are, at least the ones that that seem to gravitate towards me, they're very caring, God-loving they want to help. They want to serve. They want to show up. They want to, and, and there are some are saying, Jewel, I can't even be on social media. I can't watch the news. I don't want to hear it. And we can't go to the extreme where we're totally cut off from the current events, but we cannot overexpose ourselves either because that creates the compassion fatigue because then you can't sleep. You can't eat. You're scared. You're what you, you go into super hypervigilance. You're looking over your shoulder. And you know, Dr. Barbara, if we live like that, we attract what we put our mind on. Absolutely. You're absolutely so, right. You know. So one of the things, um, uh, first of all, I like the fact that you coined a term uh, that I like, functionally depressed person. Uh, because what is happening now can create functionally depressed people that I believe are yeah. happening. So yeah. One of the steps you said was to first be aware of your emotional state be aware of your financial state and the mm-hmm. fact that I really like this when you spoke about compassion fatigue. Um, and you've explained that 
really because when we are seeing so much and then you've got things going on in your own personal life, exactly. compassion fatigue can overwhelm a person. So I want you to be overload. It's a sensory oh. overload. Your senses can't take it. I, the other day, Dr. Barber, all through the day I was feeling nauseated and I had an upset stomach. And I'm like, what's going on, Jewel? Was it something I mm-hmm. ate? And I realized I was watching all of these um, news releases about um, the people being found that were be- being hung. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it just... That that just took me over the edge. It's like, oh my God, what's happening in the world? You know, and I just started thinking about the mothers and the fathers, and you know, and what are we going to do? And I just spiraled. And it's like, Jewel, that's why you ha- see you cannot you cannot disconnect the mind from the body. And if the mind, which is is constantly exposed and overloaded with information, not only are we living in a pandemic, Doctor Barbara, we're living in an infodemic. We're getting numbers about deaths and, and testing and politics and voting and, and mm-hmm. brutality and, and this and, and sign up for this and get this and do this and this, how many people are going to die and second wave. I mean, it's just a lot. And as you said, Dr. Barbara, we're still trying to manage our own personal lives. People are still having babies. People are still dying from heart attacks. People still have children that need to be fed. People still have to pay their bills. People are still falling in love. People are still getting divorced. People are still trying to hold on to their house, not, not to mention hold on to their mind. That is so true. You know what? We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back because we're going to talk about some of the positive steps or some of the strategies that people can take today to mitigate some of this infodemic and some of the pandemic and things that we're feeling worldwide. So listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with my guest, Jewel Diamond-Taylor. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore what we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Empowerment. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa. Play Finding Your Frequency Podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. This is Transformation for Success. To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back to my interview with the 
famous, fabulous Jewel Diamond Taylor, the self-esteem doctor, author, keynote speaker, and life coach. Jewel, again, we were expounding before we went on break. Oh, my goodness, about, about so many things. But one of the things, what can we do? Some of the steps that you can outline, because with we're looking at, I loved your term, pandemic, and now we have an infodemic. And yes. there's things that, sensory overload. I mean, we need to be women in particular, since there are a lot of women out there, listeners, and I know my men were not excluding you as well. But we need to know what are the things that we need to be doing to help mitigate some of this negativity and some of the things that hinders us from really, really realizing this is a potential for greatness, I believe. It is. We have to know how to speak life over ourselves. We have to know how to change the channel. See, if we're just constantly getting a feed of the trauma, the assault, the insults, the violence, if we're constantly feeding that, then all we're doing is giving that energy to it, which assaults our body and deters us and hinders us from having happiness, joy, success, blessings, and opportunities. So we have to change the channel. We have to have an infodemic of feeding, getting information that's going to give us life. What books are you reading, audience? What CDs are you listening to, audience? Who is populating your day? What phone calls do you accept or reject? What are you focusing on? Are you getting outside and breathing in nature? Are you asking mm-hmm. for help? See, one of the things I know, Dr. Barbara, I know my capacity. I know what I can do and what I'm not well at doing. And there were some things that came up this week, and I said, oh, that's not my wheelhouse. Let me ask. Mm-hmm. I've learned Mm -hmm. to ask for help. I've learned to be aware of where I am strong. And notice I'm not going to say weak, but where I need to grow, where I'm not at my best. And be willing to ask for help. I remember coming home from one of my retreats that I do every year in Malibu. And it's quite a distance from my home. And I'm facilitating it all three days. I'm setting up, decorating, teaching, hugging, praying, crying, eyes all over the place, making sure everybody's taking care of mother hen, and then I'm packing up the car, and I'm driving way back home, and it's dark, and it's late, and I'm tired, and one of the sister friends who went lives near me, and she rode home with me. About halfway home, Dr. Barbara, I started nodding. It was dark. I was tired, Mm. Uh and... I heard, she said to me, um, Jewel, you want me to drive? I said, oh, no, I'm good, I'm good. And all of a sudden, I clicked and I said, I heard the Holy Spirit say, if you do not let her drive, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and I quickly said, okay, Simple. yeah, you could drive. And she was like so happy. She didn't know that I was dozing. She didn't know it. But uh-huh. I just, I said to myself, Jewel, what is it about you that you are very um, challenged in asking for help. What is this thing about you that you always want to do everything? So I think this is one of the things we have to recognize. Are we trying to be superwoman? Are we trying to do it all? Are we afraid to ask for help? Does that mean you're weak? No. That is actually an act of empowerment, is asking others to be co-laborers with you. Now, see, that means your ego has to die. That means you need to listen to the whispers of God, because if God is whispering and you don't pay attention, God's going to start hollering. And I don't want God hollering at me. I, I want to be I, able to to listen and to those whispers. Jewel, let her drive. I'm like, okay. That's wonderful. I'm going to let the ego die, because I don't want to die. <laughs> 
Yeah, you, you don't. You, you know, you have a lot. A lot of it. You have a lot to share, Jewel. You got a lot more to share. One of the I, there's an intriguing question that popped into my mind. Um, yeah. Since we're going through this, all of us, and it isn't. This is not just in the United States. It's all over the world. We're now wearing masks. This means we're a whole new. And I thought about this this morning, and I want your take mm-hmm. on this because mm-hmm. we're all wearing masks. When before we could even hug or we could shake hands or yeah. we could smile at people and smiling, let people know I'm open, I, I value you. And I believe this world right now needs so much love and affection. How can we, wearing masks, show and demonstrate that love and affection? That's a good question because the world does need a big hug. Now, um, I have chosen a clear plastic face shield. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So okay. people can actually see my facial expression. I, I'm a smiler, and I mm-hmm. think a smile can change a whole person's attitude. Yeah. So I chose to wear a clear uh, plastic mask okay. shield okay. Um, because that's just me. I, I, I can't wear the cloth. I, I feel like I'm suffocating. But, I, but on the other hand, also, there are other ways to reach out to people. Every day I'm going to the post office. I'm mailing cards. I'm mailing gifts. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are people that were not tech savvy that are now saying, come on, learn how to use the video so we can have FaceTime. And there's something about that when you actually see the person, especially if they're out of state or, it's a, you know, you're missing your grandchildren or you're missing the best BFF or you're missing, you know, your church family. Take advantage of the technology that we have. Uh, go back to old school and send cards. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't, people can be, so moved by acts of kindness. Incorporate the word, two words, into your daily conversation and your mindset. Patience and kindness. Because the world is on edge. People's nerves are frayed. They're irritated. Anything can set them off. And you'd be amazed at how just a kind act can change a person's vibration, change their attitude. That's true. That's so true. Yeah. And, And if we walk out armored up with an attitude, People can feel that. I just believe that energy is real. And, and, and I've been finding, I've been experiencing a lot of acts of kindness. And I'm like, why am I yes. surprised? If that's what I'm giving out, that's what I'm going to get in return. That's what you're expecting. Right. I, I, one of the things as, as we're sharing this uh, with face masks is that I uh, shared this morning on my Facebook Live with people that, you know, you can have kind eyes. Have you ever met somebody mm-hmm. they had kind eyes? I like so that, maybe, yes. maybe this is the time that you can show kind eyes or sparkling eyes. Because, you know, if somebody's mean, their eyes, you know, they look mean. And you can look mm-hmm. in their eyes. You don't have to look at their, their face. I mean, the mount, the lower part. But I, I was saying the use of eyes to express, uh, and then you can use your hands. But we're going to have to find... I believe, and I'm sure you agree, new ways of communication, new Uh forms of communication, whether it be the cards, as you noted, and sending people uh, acts of kindness. Um, One of the things in in here in our neighborhoods in America, many are living uh, in neighborhoods and don't even know their neighbors. So now may be the time to look at different ways that we can interact. But share some of the, the, the other strategies that are positive steps that you change the channel, 
You talked mm-hmm. about developing new strategies, the books that you're reading. What what books are you reading? And phone calls. Are there some particular books that you would recommend people start reading? Because I start telling them, start reading a good book. Of course, the good book. Of course, of course, the good book. Um, and, and of course, said, my books, you know, I've got several books, too. I'm yes. teaching this week um, a four-part series for my book called The Twelve Phases of Eve because I'm really a big advocate on healing your emotional mind because there's a lot of um, traps there. There's a lot of things that hinder us from having joy and gratitude and health when we don't really figure out, okay, why, what is it that keeps triggering me? Why am I always unhappy? Why am I emotionally eating? Why do I procrastinate? Why do I keep attracting toxic relationships? It all goes back to our emotional wellness. So what's happening, oh, Dr. Barbara, a lot, I'm getting a lot of more coaching because people are now having this disposable time and they're sitting with themselves and they're realizing, wait a minute, why am I still with this person? Wait a minute, where is all, I was spending all my money on all these things and now I realize maybe I don't need to get my nails done. Maybe I don't need to go shopping every week. Uh, uh, people are getting their house in order on many different levels because they're having this time. And I would say sit with the pain. That doesn't sound positive, but for me, this is what works. Be willing to be uncomfortable with the uncomfortable areas in your life because that will motivate you to say, you know what, I'm going to start eating differently. I'm going to start spending differently. You know what, I'm going to get this clutter out of my house. You know what, I'm going to get outside more. I'm going to start walking. You know what, maybe it's time for me to go back and take some classes because I realize this job is a dead-end job and Mm -hmm. maybe they didn't see my value or maybe my job doesn't exist anymore. So I would say use this time for self-assessment, but be very be very cautionary in understanding that things are going to pop up that are going to make you uncomfortable. When I realized, Dr. Barbara, where I was spending my money and I don't need that stuff anymore, when I realized there were some issues in my marriage and my parenting and my spending and uh, when I looked at things, it's like, oh my God, I've got I to gotta make some changes. I've got to think differently. I've got to spend differently. I've got to talk differently. I've, I've done changes in my house. I've gotten rid of a lot of clutter. So sometimes working on the external helps the internal, and sometimes yes, working on the internal right. affects the external, <laughs> you know? That's right. Well, you know, um, out of this, this pandemic, that all of us is experiencing. And it's almost like, you know, we went into a cave in March, many of us. Mm-hmm. But I personally uh, viewed it as an opportunity and a paradigm shift because definitely we're going to have to move from the old way of thinking into the new way of thinking. How do you, um, have you factored in how technology is going to be different for us? And how can women better use, because I'll tell you, Jewel, I've met a lot of women who are really not technologically savvy. And so exactly. I'm talking to maybe having you talk a little bit to the women entrepreneurs, business entrepreneurs, because there's going to be a new way of, of working. And some of the ladies that I have met are not that technologically savvy. So can you speak to that? Well, I would say to them, um, there's a root to that. And I'll give an example. There's a sister in our circle. Um, she's, she's, um, she's a blessed size woman. Uh-huh. She has an amazing business. I like she that says, term. You know what, Jewel? Again. <laughs> Pardon me? Bless. I like that term. She's I'm, I'm backing up. Blessed size. Yeah, uh-huh. 
And, and so she said, and, and she has an amazing business. And she was like, I don't want to do any videos because, see, that self-esteem, she doesn't like her, her body image. But you know okay. what? It was hurting her business. People need to know who you are, and you need to get out there and take advantage of these. You know, we got cameras in our phone. we got video in our phone. We yeah, have no true. excuse. This is the one thing I learned from, from, from Jim Rohn. He says, weren't you there? We're here now with all these tools available to us, and we have to know how to pivot and adapt we have to know how to take advantage of what is available and stop sabotaging our success. The word is what I call the wooden shoe syndrome, Dr. Barber. Mm-hmm. The word sabotage comes from the French, and it means uh, a wooden shoe. And, and those days, wooden shoes were clogs. They were noisy. So in other words, when you are sabotaging, you're making a lot of noise. You are disrupting production and prosperity. Stop the noise. I can't do it. I'm too old. I'm too fat. They won't let me. I'm just a woman. I'm a single parent. That's the wooden shoe making a lot of noise. And so I had to help her to understand that it is crippling your business. You need the cash flow. You have an amazing service. And you're going to have to get over and love yourself the way you are and take advantage of the technology. So it, it's a process. I mean, you just can't snap your fingers. You have to help people to, to connect the dots. Why is it you're afraid of technology? Is it because you are a perfectionist and you're afraid of making a mistake? I mean, when I look back at my earlier videos, they were really crappy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was willing. You have to be curious enough to know when your curiosity exceeds your fear, you'll try new things. But if your fear trumps Uh your curiosity, Uh you'll always be paralyzed. You've got to be curious. What's out there in the world? What can I do? What can I do differently? I mean, even I didn't like doing Zooms, and and you probably have seen my webinars and things I'm doing. I've got a YouTube channel. I've improved. I'm not where I want to be yet, but when I look at the Uh early ones, there's definitely been an improvement, and I've learned along the way, and especially since we have all this disposable time to, to take classes, to learn things, to ask for help. If you need help building your web your website, ask somebody to help you. I believe uh-huh. there's always six degrees of separation. There's somebody in your life right now that can help you, but we just don't ask. It, the pride gets in the way. And isn't that what the Word of God says? Pride goes before the fall. That's absolutely. You know, you're, you're giving me all sort of images here because it's like um, people started running uh, when we had to, you know, be quarantined and stay at home. And mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm just sort of sharing this sort of, uh, I had the feeling that if I don't hurry up, I'm going to run out of time, you know, of getting things <laughs> in order. And I don't want, my thing is speak to how people may not realize that this is the time to clean the clutter, read the books, mm-hmm. get yourself prepared, uh, look at your what you're doing, and rethink maybe what you're doing. Uh, blessed woman, blessed women, you know, uh, to mm-hmm. their imaging because we're entering a new world. And I feel like if we don't start putting a little, you think say, put the pedal to the metal, mm-hmm. that we, we, it's like we may run out of time. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I kept feeling that that this has well, been a blessing. <laughs> Yeah, and, and if that's, because together, that's, your, that's your perspective. See, you have that optimistic perspective where some people say running out of time is a terrible thing, but you see it as a motivator. 
This is yes. motivation to you. Where some people <laughs> shift into fear. And this is why we go, go back to what are you aware of? Are you aware of your train of thought? Are you aware of your worldview? Are you aware of your habits? Because your habits and your hang-ups are what hinder you from having success. And you have to be honest about it. One of the things I had to overcome, Dr. Barbara, I used to always run late. And I'd make excuses. And I realized that that does not speak to integrity, excellence, leadership, example. I found myself stressing and worried and running late and dropping this and forgetting this. And I had to check myself. I had to be honest and say, Joe, what's going on here? And once I checked myself, and if if we were talking in, in scripture terms, we would say, convict yourself. Once I put my hands behind my back and convinced that, Jewel, this is ridiculous. You're a grown woman. What are, what's going on here? Stop it. Okay? And you so I had to swallow my pride. I had to look at what's going on. Why was I always running late? What made me think I could keep getting away with that? And I had to say, this is not good. This is not going to do any good for your integrity, your, your, your reputation. It, it's I used to go to the airport running late. Now I get there an hour early, and I have time to go to the restroom, get something to eat. If I forget something, I can rearrange my suitcase, and it's so relaxing now. Yes. But I had to train my mind, and I had to convict myself where I was falling short. And I think a lot of people are afraid to do that self-assessment, Dr. Barber. Um, well, and, and I, I believe you. <laughs> We're going to have to take a break in a few minutes, but I want to just say this. What, this came from Jewel's blog. It's just a great lesson to learn. If you squeeze a lemon, what comes out? Lemon That's juice, right? right? But Not lemon. apple juice, right. cranberry juice, or orange juice, she said. The pressure on the outside releases only what's inside. With that, exactly. we're going to leave. We're going to come right back with my guest, Jewel Diamond Taylor. So stay tuned. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red. Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. We hear just be you a lot these days. But who are you? What is an authentic life? The answer to these questions and more will be answered on The Authentic Living Show, hosted by Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of today's spiritual, psychological experts and will provide her own wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your I am. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're on Alexa smart speakers and connected devices. Hey, Alexa, play Being Here podcast on Apple Podcasts. Try it now. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. This is Transformation for Success 
To reach Dr. Barbara Young or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at transformationforsuccess.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to my interview with the fabulous Jewel Diamond Taylor, who as a daughter, sister, wife of 50 years, mother and grandmother, she curated a life to build up her well-being, brand, and legacy. So I am so delighted because she has created experiences, connections, and books that she has absolutely ministered to so many people. Jewel, it again, it is a pleasure to have you on the show. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, it's my pleasure, too. <laughs> this is great. So, I love it. So one of the things I was so intrigued about, uh, and this, this is just going too fast, but what lessons do you think many people will learn from your perspective from this year, 2020? Have you thought about that? I have, because um, I've been asking myself that question. And it's the same thing I learned from losing my son and mother and other loved ones. Life is going to change without your permission. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to. And so, in other words, you know, the first of the year, my last, well, not the last, but one of the last events I did this year, I did a vision board uh, workshop. Had lots of women mm-hmm. attend. I, none of us had this on our vision board. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't either. Okay. So it's like, can you pivot? Can you persevere? Can you adjust? Can you adapt? Can you still stand on God's word? Can you still trust God has got your back? These are questions. Because what good is faith if everything is going well? This is the time you've got to dig deep for your roots and, and drop your anchor of faith and say, you know what? The boat is rocking, but I believe the Lord is with me. I don't like the waves. I don't like that some people are getting off the ship, but I've got to stay on the ship, and I've got to deal with the, <laughs> with the ship. <laughs> okay? I love it. Because, yeah, life is going to change without your permission. And it's if once change. you, once I love you that. understand that principle... You're not going to be caught blindsided. You know, you're not going to feel like you're a victim. You're not going to feel like life is unfair. You understand this is, this is life. Life is, and so we, have, we go through cycles or seasons, and I believe this is a season. And, be, you know, and a season ends. Now, it may be a long season. It may be a short season. But I don't look at it as something that is going to put mud in my wings and, and that I just can never fly again. I'm going to fly again. I'll be back in the podium again. I'll be back. I'll be going. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I'm not going to take my eye off of what I feel has been my mantle. So one of my mantras for life is the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. So I love you keep that. your eye on what is the main thing. And what I find, Dr. Barbara, is that so many people have too many goals. They have too many projects, and they're not willing to be clear and specific and stay focused on one main thing and polish that up. Because people come to me all the time, oh, Joe, you should do this, you should do this. You're like, no, 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 no. The main thing is for me to keep the main thing, the main thing. Now, I may have to, <laughs> I I may have to change how I deliver it. But you got to keep the main thing, how main I thing. It. Yeah. I love that. You know, yeah. uh, I have listened, as you have, to many over the last few weeks and, and a couple of months, thought leaders and entrepreneurs talk about uh, 2020 and 
what it's going to bring. And what I'm hearing from a lot of the thought leaders and coaches and people who are entrepreneurs that you need to level up. And so I wanted to ask you, Jewel, from your perspective, what does that mean to you? You need to level up. And I keep hearing this, level up. Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, Well, for me, um, I would translate that to mean grow up. Uh In other words, are you having a pity party? Are you having a tantrum because you can't have your way? Are you upset with people and policies? Are you upset that they said there's a curfew? Are you upset that now you've got to, you know, uh, perfect your customer service and maybe you've got to stand in some long lines? Grow up. Adjust. Leveling out means balancing things, not being erratic, not having these highs, these extreme highs and these extreme lows. If you level up, then you don't have these extreme emotions. Now, you, you know, from day to day, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like it today. I don't feel like being Jewel Diamond Taylor today. I don't feel like being perky today. Guess what? I give myself permission, but I don't go to the extreme. Because it doesn't take long for me to bounce back and be resilient. Because I always know what the main thing is. So to me, leveling out is, is guarding your heart so that you don't allow external, internal things to trigger you to go to an extreme emotion of anger or an extreme emotion of fear. Because those are the two main uh, toxic emotions that can lead to, to, to destructive. Okay. I, I thank you for sharing that, too, um, about leveling up. And there are so many interpretations. Well, there are quite a few in terms of leveling up as it relates to business. But I do like this growing up, grow up, be current. Because, <laughs> uh, yes, we are going to have to level up because some yeah. of them have been leveling down with fear and doubt and anger and stress and pressure because you're, you're worrying and you're fearful of yes. uh, yes. fear. Uh, it has no place in the, it's only false I like George Myers false evidence appearing real but I did hear another one about fear and worry mm-hmm. so Jewel would you elaborate as we sort of close the show on Proverbs 423 where it says keep your heart with all diligence because out of it springs the issues of life yes uh, thank you Dr. Barbara oh, we got that guard. that's we one got of my foundational so scriptures guard it? Yeah. yeah and I don't think in terms of the physical heart um, I think in terms of understanding that the heart is the emotional house and there is grief and sorrow and happiness and joy and expectations and fear, every emotion you can think of, it registers not in the physical heart, but it registers and, and it sends out signals to the rest of the body. So if you are not guarding your heart, in other words, guarding your emotions, then, you know, we'll say things like, oh, my blood pressure is going up. Oh, I had a heart attack. The heart doesn't attack you. (laughs) If if you're not guarding your heart from toxic people, if you're not guarding your heart from a constant stream of bad news and violence, then you're opening yourself up to misery. So you have to not only guard the heart, but you've got to guard the eyes and the ears, the entire body, because... God has, you know, he's created Mm -hmm. such a magnificent person in all of us. We are amazing. We're we're a great mystery, but we're a great vessel 
for for light to come through us or darkness to come through us. And so we have to make sure that we guard not only the heart but every part of the body that that can be that is a uh, a portal of senses. What I hear, what I see, what I feel, what I touch, what I taste. All of those things are connected to the heart, and then the heart sends out messages to the rest of the body. So Solomon wanted us to know that, and that's why it's always said he was one of the smartest men. He had a lot of flaws, but he also had a lot of wisdom. And so I, that's one of my favorite foundational scriptures is, Jewel, guard your heart. I love, Somebody I love it. Somebody says something I love to it. you. I love it. Yeah. I yeah. love it. You know, I always just caught it up with me, word, you are what you speak. Whatever yeah. is spilling out of you. You are what you speak. Your words, your conversations, if they're full of hate and fury and anger because of what's going on, what you will say is what is in your heart, it comes out of you. So you are what you speak. So, exactly. Jewel, I, I just can't thank you enough for really, really coming on today and sharing of your heart. <laughs> you got your grandson there, and, yeah. you know, I know it's been a little bit, you know, but he's the joy of your life, and yes, I really just is. want to thank you. You've been so encouraging, because really one of the things that I liked in your blog that says it takes courage to face your problems, and yeah. I like the word challenge. It takes a lot of courage to, to face your challenges, and yes, we're going through challenges, and I know, listeners, many of you today mm-hmm. have benefited from hearing Jewel Diamond Taylor today because she's a wonderful person and if you'd like to contact and get her books I would advise you to because she has some great messages for any of you to minister to your spirit your soul and even your body her books help to infuse faith peace hope resiliency and courage inside Mm -hmm. of each one of you so you can contact her at Jewel Diamond Taylor her email is Jewel Motivates <laughs> at gmail.com. Again, mm-hmm. that's Jewel Motivates at gmail.com. So, listeners, I want to encourage you wherever you are, whatever you're going through, there is hope. And you too can live and love your life one day at a time. When you see things positively and constructively, as Jewel has talked about today, look for the good in this situation. And each person, give them a look of love. Mm-hmm. You'll have a tendency to remain naturally positive and optimistic. Remember, we're all going through this, and transformation is one step at a time. So, Jewel, Thank you so much. God be with you. Continue to bless you, to be a blessing to so many people that just love you. I love you, and we're going to get together very, very <laughs> right. soon. I look forward to that. I love you, you're too. Just the, you're just up the highway from me. <laughs> so, <laughs> and remember to stay in the light. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I'm staying in the light. So, listeners, <laughs> I want to thank you for listening in today. This is Dr. Young signing off until next Tuesday when I have another guest exciting guests for you. You'll hear about his Z-isms, as he calls them. So until next week, be blessed and be safe. And remember, we're all in this together. God bless you. We appreciate you joining us for Transformation for Success. 
Please join your host, Dr. Barbara Young, again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Or join us for replays of the show weekly on the Voice America Business Channel and the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until our next show, have an outstanding week.